Blog Talk Radio. If we go over, I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame Joanne. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing. I do need to get. A, I'm just aggravating. I need. I need. I need to get a copy. I need to get one of those heavenly highway hymnals. I need a songbook. I picked them out, and I don't even know where the songbook went. I gave it to my wife. No, the Heavenly Highway hymnal. Oh, the red one? Yeah. We don't have a lot here in the next area. All right. Yep, y'all got one there? That's what we're going to be in this morning. Yes, ma'am. If you can find one, locate you a Heavenly Highway hymnal. That's what we're going to be in this morning. All right. Let's stand together. Let's turn to number six. We're going to sing, He Set Me Free. Once like a bird in prison I dwelt, no freedom from my sorrow I felt. But Jesus came and listened to me, and glory to God, he set me free. He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory-bound, my Jesus, to see, for glory to God, he set me free. Now I am climbing higher each day. Darkness of night has drifted away. My feet are planted on higher ground, and glory to God, I'm homeward bound. He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory-bound, my Jesus, to see, for glory to God, he set me free. Goodbye to sin and things that confound, not of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm working, I'm praying to, and glory to God, I'm going through. He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory-bound, my Jesus, to see, for glory to God, he set me free. Praise God. Aren't you glad he set you free this morning? Hallelujah. Washed in the blood, saved and secure forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. Good to be in church this morning. Amen. Amen. We're going to get ready to give this morning, give our offering. And uh, any prayer requests this morning? Okay. All right. All right. Pray for her son, Robert. Anybody else? 
Well, praise God for that. Yeah, he hasn't. I'm going to leave him something they're going through. They don't want to bring it out for everybody else. But listen, we all got burdens. Amen. We all, listen, we come in here this morning and and we need to bear one another's burdens. That's what the Bible says. Bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So let's pray. Even if you don't know what everybody else is going through, along with these requests that have been made mention of, just pray for your brethren around you here this morning. Because we all bearing the weight of this old world on our shoulders. It drags us down sometimes. Pray and everybody else be encouraged. Amen. Pray for pray for yourself and pray for others to receive something from the message this morning. And that God God increases our knowledge of him. Amen. All right. If there's no other word from anybody, we'll go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to bless the offering this morning. Brother Dan, lead us in prayer. Amen. Number 27, I've got a mansion just over the hilltop. 
I'm satisfied with just the cottage below, a little silver and a little gold. But in that city where the ransom will shine, I want a gold one that silver In that bright land where we'll never grow old And someday yonder we'll never more wander But walk the streets that are pure as gold So often tempted, tormented and tested and like the prophet, my pillow was stone. And though I find here no permanent dwelling, I know he'll give me a mansion my own. I've got a mansion just over the hilltop. In that bright land where we'll never grow old And someday yonder we'll never more wander But walk the streets that are pure as gold Don't think me poor or deserted or lonely I'm not discouraged, I'm heaven bound, I'm just a pilgrim in search of a city, I want a mansion, a harp and a crown, I've got a mansion just over the hilltop. In that bright land where we'll never grow old And someday yonder we'll never more wander But walk the streets that are pure as gold Amen Can't wait for that day, hallelujah and we'll sing about heading there. Amen. Number 54, I'll fly away. Amen. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away in the morning when I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. When the shadows of this life have grown, I'll fly away. Like a bird from prison bars has flown, I'll fly away. 
When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away. To a land where joy shall never end, I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away in the morning when I die. Hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Amen. Let's sing another one about that. Amen. Number 59, I feel like traveling on. Amen. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on. No pain nor death can enter there. I feel like traveling on. Yes, I feel like traveling on. I feel like traveling on. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on. It's glittering towers, the sun outshine. I feel like traveling on. That heavenly mansion shall be mine. I feel like traveling on. Yes, I feel like traveling on. I feel like traveling on. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on. Let others seek a home below. I feel like traveling on. Which flames devour or waves or throw. I feel like traveling on. Yes, I feel like traveling on. I feel like traveling on. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on. The Lord has been so good to me. I feel like traveling on. Until that blessed home I see, I feel like traveling on. Yes, I feel like traveling on. I feel like traveling on. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wouldn't wouldn't hurt my feelings if a trumpet blowed this morning. Amen. I'm. I tell you, I'm, I I ain't got anything holding me down here. Amen. I really don't. I'm just thankful that I'm saved this morning. Thankful Jesus is mine. So I found that pick I had earlier. There it is. <coughs> He came unto his own 
they received him not. The word inside a body, a lamb without a spot. He tried and tried to tell them, he said, I am the way. They could not understand it, how that he could say. I am the Son of God. I am the vine. I am the Good Shepherd. And I know which are mine. I am the light. With you I will be. When they asked if he was Jesus, he said, I am. He is, I am, he is, I am, he is, I am, and I am nothing without him. Moses on the mountain. Question God the same Whom shall I say sent me What is your name He said go tell them I am sent you And you know that I'll be with you I'm gonna show you what to do He is I am he is I am He is I am And I am nothing Without him He is the resurrection He is the way Said that he'd be with us, and he still is today. He is, I am, he is, I am, he is, I am, and I am nothing without. Amen. One of these days, we're going to have to have that guy that wrote that here. Amen. That's my good friend, Mark Wheeler, of the Marksman Quartet. Good to be with you this morning. Amen. Amen. All right. We're in 155, part 155 of getting to know Jesus. And uh, we're about to get into something that may take a little while to get through. 
But if you would take your Bible, and I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. And uh, as we get there, we're going we're gonna to read this chapter. I'm going to tell you ahead of time, I'm not going to get in a hurry to get through this. Because I feel like that we need to have understanding. Um, because this is a very confusing chapter to a lot of people. And I mean, I'm not talking about just just casual students of the Bible. I'm talking about to those who've, who've studied it a while. It can be confusing. And we know that God is not the author of confusion. Amen? So, I, and, and I want to read that, and I'll point out a few things that I want to show you that are confusing. So if, you want, if you're there, Matthew 24, we're just going to read through it uh, rather quickly. We're not gonna, we may not read the whole chapter, but we're going to read down uh, quite a ways. So if you're there, say amen. Matthew 24, all right. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Stop. What does Ephesians 1, 8 say? For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay? It's here just said you have to endure to the end. There's contradiction there. Amen? That's what, that, that, that sounds like work salvation. I don't have to endure. Christ endured for me. He bore my burden on Calvary. He paid my sin debt. Amen? I don't have to endure to the end. He paid that for me. Okay? All right, now just hold up. Don't just, just make a note of that in your mind, all right? And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand, then let them which be at Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house, neither let him that is in the field return back to take his clothes, and woe unto them that are with child, to them that give suck in those days. But pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day, for then shall be great tribulation, such as, not, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, 
insomuch if it were possible that they should deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcasses is, there shall be there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the power of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sun, the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds and from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, and ye know that summer is nigh, so likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall not pass away, but my words. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. We're going to stop right there in verse 35. Okay? Now, let me just let me just start by doing this. Confusion. That happens to a lot of people when they read Matthew 24. The reason there's confusion is this. We'll split the word. Y'all know what fusion is, right? That's, that's putting two things together. We know where con comes from. That's contrary. You get confusion when you try to blend two things that are contrary. That makes sense? That's where confusion comes from. And God is not the author of confusion. God doesn't want us to be confused regarding his word and regarding these things. So some things we need to look at and maybe understand a little better. And I, you pray for me. I've got way more to give you than I've got time to give it to you in. So I'm going to try to be as, as, as clear as I can be, as concise as I can be. So there's some things that we need to see, okay? First of all, we've got the cross of Calvary. We've got Christ's ascension into heaven, okay? We're going to draw us a little timeline here. I'm just going to draw them on here and I'll talk about them, all right? We've got Acts chapter 3, verses 12 through 19. All right, we've got we've got Acts chapter three, verse twenty-one, and then we've got Acts chapter nine, thirteen through sixteen. I'll, I'll stop right there and I'll talk about it in just a minute. All right. Acts chapter 3. Turn there with me in your Bible. While we're going there, let me just remind you what the Bible says over in... Well, let me just turn over there. Over in 2 Timothy chapter 15, the Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, 
a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's very crucial that we rightly divide when it comes to Scripture. We need to know who God is speaking to and what he's speaking about and who it affects. We can't just naturally assume that everything in the Bible is written specifically to us. It's not. As much as it's written just specifically to Israel. And we, we make a mistake when we start putting ourselves, the church, in Israel's place. That's, a lot, that's where most of the confusion comes from regarding the end time things is, is putting ourselves in the place of Israel and misunderstanding some things in the book of Acts partly. Now, so we're going to look at it this morning and see what we can glean from it. And hopefully I'll help your understanding of this just a little bit. And hopefully I don't confuse myself in the process. So you pray for me. All right. So here in Acts chapter 3, in Acts chapter 3, the Bible, in verse 12, um, Peter and John are in the temple. There's a lame man there. You know, out on Solomon's porch, he's asking alms. Peter says, what did he say to him? Silver and gold have I none. Such as I have, give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk, all right? And then Peter, here he says, in verse 12, he says, Peter saw it and he answered the people. He said, ye men of Galilee, I mean, I'm sorry, ye men of Israel, right? That's who he's addressing. Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look so earnestly upon us as though by, uh, though by our own power or ho holiness we have made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up, and denied him, and whom ye delivered up, that's Israel, and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye, that's Israel, denied the Holy One, and the just, and the desire to murder, to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised up from the dead, whereof we are witnesses, and his, na his name through faith, in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I wot that through ignorance you did it. Through ignorance you crucified Jesus. You didn't understand that he was the Son of God. He said, as did also your rulers, but those things which God before hath showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. And now the next two words, he says, repent ye. Now who's ye? Is he talking to the man he just, he just got healed? No, he's talking to Israel, the men of Israel. He says it right up there in verse 12. Ye men of Israel. That's who he's addressing, okay? He says, repent ye therefore, then be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. You know when that occurs? That occurs right here at his second coming. This is the second coming of the Lord, all right? So this is a period of time between his ascension and his second coming, okay? Now, Acts chapter 3, verse 21. I just read that, didn't I? Okay. No, I didn't finish that off. Let's continue to read there. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which was before was preached unto you, whom the heavens must receive. He went up. Amen? Until the times of restitution of all things. He's in heaven until the Father says it's time to go, and he comes back his second coming. All right? So that's the times that he's speaking about here. All right? 
whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things. So Jesus Christ is seated in heaven. We have seen that before. We looked at that on a Wednesday night, did we not? Or we looked at it? No, it was no, it was uh, it was when we talked about Melchizedek. All right. So if you look over there in, in Psalm chapter 110, we remember what we read there. Psalm 110. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. That's what he's doing right there. That's what he's doing right now. Okay? And then he gets down there in, in the verse 4, Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath and shall judge among the heathen and shall fill the places with dead bodies. He shall wound heads over many countries. That's when he comes back here. Okay? Y'all following me so far? Okay? All right. Now, I want us to look in Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. I'm going to have to do a lot of turning, too. I hadn't marked all these in my Bible. So we'll just turn together. Acts chapter 9. In verse 13. This is right after Paul's Damascus Road experience. Okay? His Damascus, Damascus Road experience happened. And... Uh, Okay, in verse 11, we'll start there in chapter 9 of Acts. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go to the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. And behold, he prayeth, and he hath seen a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, and that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem, and here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. All right, but so Paul, we know that. Paul was sent to the Gentiles, but this happened here, okay? Peter was preaching to the men of Israel back over here in chapter 3. Prior to all that is when Jesus and his disciples went up Mount of Olives and sat and talked, okay? Now, when they went up there in Acts chapter 24 and they sat and talked, let me tell you something. The church was not involved. That's one reason we get mixed up is when we start looking at Matthew 24 trying to find the church there. The church is not there. Amen? Listen, Peter never knew nothing about no church until later. Amen? I know, I know, I know Jesus said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church. But there was no Gentile church. There was no us yet. Okay? All there was was believers in Israel. Okay? That, that's, that's who he's talking to. I mean, you've you got to realize the day before, Jesus came riding in on that donkey. The day before, they threw those palm branches down and shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, thou son of David. I mean, that was what happened the day before. Realize the disciples, they didn't know, they didn't understand everything until the other side of Calvary. Okay? So it couldn't have been talking about us. We make a mistake because when we read the Word of God, we think, well, we should be in there somewhere. We're not. Amen? Let me tell you where we are. We're right here. We're right here in the middle. That's us. We're the mystery 
that they didn't that the prophets didn't see. We're the mystery between the 69th week of Daniel and the 70th week of Daniel. Okay? The prophets didn't see that. Listen, it, everything was prophetic toward Israel, but they didn't see that God was going to go to the Gentiles. So, let's look at another place. Look at Acts 28. Acts chapter 28. Acts chapter 28 and verse 25. The Bible says, And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed after Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, Go unto this people and say, Hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive, for the heart of this people is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Okay? And be it known, therefore, unto, therefore unto you, that the salvation of God is sent to the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. God finished dealing with the Jews at that point until the 70th week of Daniel. The dispensation of grace. Amen. That's what we're living in right now. Again, we have to, we have to rightly divide. Amen. The dispensation of grace is what we live in right now. But that economy will come to an end when the Lord returns and takes his church away. Amen. The Holy Spirit of God lives within me and you. He is, we are his dwelling place here on earth. There's a lot of verses I want to throw at you. I don't, I don't think I have time to do all that. Amen. The clock just keeps on spinning around. Amen. But let's look at, let's, and, I, and I, I think I'm leaving something out here, but I'm going to try my best to cover as much of this as I can. Now let me... Let me erase this, and we'll start over with something else. I feel for those who are listening in to us because they can't see any of this I'm drawing, but hopefully they can get a little bit from it. All right? Now we're going to have another one of these. Okay, so we've got an up arrow, we've got a timeline, and we've got a down arrow. All right? You say, what is the up arrow? That's the church. We're going up. Okay? There's something that's going to happen immediately following when we're gone. Immediately when we're gone, you take your Bible and turn over to Daniel. I'll give you just a second to find Daniel there in your Bible. Daniel chapter 9, verse 26 and 27. Daniel 9, 26 and 27. 
Bible says there, it says, and after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off. That's Jesus dying for sinners, but not for himself, amen? He's not, not for his own sin, that's for us, amen? And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. That's referring to the destruction of Jerusalem in A.D. 70, okay? All right? It says, it says in the end thereof shall be with the flood and the end of the war End of the war, desolations are determined. And verse 27 says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. All right? Now, what is that covenant he's going to... Who is that he's talking about he's going to confirm a covenant with? That's the the Antichrist is going to confirm a covenant with Israel at that point. And they're going to believe there's going to be peace and safety. Okay? At that point in time, we're going to... Listen, you'll know when that's close. Guess what? They're going to be building that temple back in Jerusalem. That temple has to be in place so that they can begin the sacrifices in the temple. They've got everything ready to go. They've got prefab walls. They've got the stones all hewn out, and and, and they've got all the furnishings. They're breeding the animals. They're ready. They have got it ready. I mean, if they if they said blew the whistle and said go, I think it'd be up before you knew it, and they'd be started on it. Okay. But the Antichrist, again, he's going to confirm he's going to confirm a covenant with many for one week. All right? And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. Okay, what does that mean? All right, so what's going to happen is, and, and we have to look at that, we have to look at this week and understand that that week is referring to more than just seven days. That week is referring, just like the, the, the weeks leading up to it were, were a lot longer than just weeks, okay? This is referring to a period of time, and God's going to tell us exactly how long that time is, all right? If you want to look there in Daniel, we'll look at a few places. In Daniel chapter 7, in verse 25, talking about the Antichrist, speaking against God in 725, and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand until a time and times and the dividing of a time. A time, times, and dividing of a time. That's three and a half years. You say, how do you know that? Because in other places it talks about 42 months. Okay. A time, one year, times, two years, and a half a time. That's a half a year. All right, let's look at another place. Daniel chapter 12, verse 7. Daniel chapter 12 and verse 7. And I heard a man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, and he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time and times and a half. Okay, there's that. Now look here again. We'll see it again. Look down here in verse 11. You'll see some other times. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination that make a desolate set up, there shall be 1,290 days. That's a little bit different than a time, times, and half a time. But still, God's given us a timetable. Verse 12, blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the 1,335 and 30 days. That's 1,335 days. That's another time, okay? That's a little longer than time, times, and half a time, but I'll try to make sense of that a little later on. 
Now, if you would, turn with me to Revelation. We're going to get our Bible drill in this morning, amen. But I want you to see this, amen. I want you to see it. I want you to get what what I'm trying to show you. Revelation chapter 11, verse 2. Revelation chapter 11, verse 2. All right. But the court that is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. Now look at the next verse. And I will give power unto my two witnesses. That's Moses and Elijah who will prophesy during the time of tribulation, and they shall prophesy a thousand Two hundred and three score days. All right, that's one thousand two hundred and sixty days. You know what that is? That's a time times and half a time. The Jewish year was three hundred and sixty days. It goes by the lunar calendar rather than the solar calendar. So you've got you've got three and a half years there. All right. Now look over in chapter twelve, same book, Revelation twelve, verse six. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared of God that they should feed her there. A thousand two hundred and three score days, 1,260 days. Now look in verse six, uh, 14 of the same chapter. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And if you look down in chapter 13, verse 5, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. What is that? A time, times, and half a time, or 1,260 days. Now, so boy, God sure is worried about a lot of times and numbers, isn't he? He really is. But I want to give you some good news. If you look over in 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, here's what God says to the church. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, peace and sight, hold up right there, the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. Let me tell you something. I'm looking for him to come. Okay? I'm not, when a thief's coming to break in your house, are you looking for a thief? No, you go to bed, you're not thinking about a thief at all. You lock your doors, you turn the lights out, you lay your head on the pillow, and you go to bed. But I'm looking for Christ's return. A thief comes when nobody's looking, that's when he's going to break in. All right? Now, for when they shall say peace, peace and safety, that's when they make that covenant. Okay, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. Where does that happen? That happens right here, right here in the middle. Guess what's going to be there? There's going to be an abomination of desolation standing in the temple. Where you see echoes of that all through the book of Daniel the statue that they were to bow down to. <clears throat> all right. Verse 5, But ye are all the children of light 
And the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that are drunken are drunken in the night. But let us here of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. When this happens, see, there's going to be promise. There's going to be peace and safety. All right? That's what's going to be promised, but that's not what they're going to get. And they're going to, they're going to ride it out until they get to this point. And then it says it's going to be like a woman in labor. Those men of Israel, they're going to, oh, they're going to grab their loins. We missed the real Messiah. They're going to, they're going to realize it there. Amen? They're going to know at that point they have messed up. I'm glad I'm not, hey, listen, I'm glad I'm saved this morning. I'm glad I'm not going to be going through this. Amen? All right. Now, Colossians 1, let me read that real quickly. Back up just a hair, just a couple pages there. Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 through 27. The Bible says, Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you. That's Paul talking. And fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my body for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, that's before all this, because we're going up, and we're gone. Amen? Now, turn over to the book of Revelation. Turn over to the book of Revelation. I think we're going to have to probably stop right after this that's okay i want to show you something maybe you know it maybe you don't know it but that's all right we'll get through it real quickly let me get over there all right the book of revelation very quickly the first chapter christ appears to john on the isle of patmos second chapter christ begins giving his message to the seven churches of asia he talks to the church of Ephesus. He admonishes, amen, he, and he, he instructs, amen. He does that. He, he, he gives warnings to these churches all the way down through here, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to the church of Sardis, to the church of Philadelphia. And then he gets down to the Laodicean church, which pictures this church age we live in right now, which is a falling away, an apostate church age. People are leaving the faith in droves. This new generation that's coming up, they're leaving the faith in droves. They're lukewarm, neither cold nor hot. They can take it or leave it either way. All right? And when the last thing is said to the churches, it's this. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. At that point, Christ does not mention the church again. Okay? Which immediately is followed by chapter 4, verse 1. After this, 
After what? After his message to the churches. After all this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither. Folks, there's the rapture of the church. There's the catching away of the church. The churches are no longer mentioned in Revelation. The churches are caught away. Amen? He said, Come up hither, and I'll show thee things which must be hereafter. And he said, and Immediately I was in the Spirit. All right? Now, we're going to, he, he sees all kinds of things in heaven. He sees, he sees these four beasts around the throne. But I want you to look at, verse, at chapter 5, all right? And he said, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who's worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four, and the, the, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and gold, golden vials of the odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song. Now listen to their song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Now get this, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and hast made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. There's your church in heaven. Amen. Before any of these things begin to take place before these seals begin to be unloosed and, and all these things begin to be poured out on the earth. Listen, I'm, I'm glad to study it. I'm glad to look at it. I'm glad to get it and understand it, but I'm so glad I don't have to go through it. Amen? I'm glad God's not going to pour his wrath out on his church. Amen? Well, think about it. He's coming to get his bride. Amen? I mean, what bridegroom puts his bride through hell before he marries her? Amen. He loves his Christ. He loves his church. He loves his bride. He wants to he he he's he's coming to take us out of here and then once this dispensation is ended, listen, and once we are taken out of the way, the Holy Spirit of God, where does he dwell? In us. And when we're gone, Antichrist is gonna lick his chop. I can do what I want to now. All that influence ain't here no more. Amen? And we're going to look at that next week because you know what? It's time to close. Amen? But I want to tell you something. I don't want you confused as to whether or not we're going to have to endure all that stuff that he talks about there in Matthew 24 because, folks, we're his church. We're not Israel. Amen? Thank God. We're not going to have to endure all that. We're going to have a ringside seat for it. I believe that law of my heart. We're going, we're going to get to watch it all. 
We're going to see what God does. We're going to watch God's consummation of the age. But I'm going to tell you something. One other thing I wanted to point out real quick in here, if I can find it real quickly. They said, when shall be these things in the end of the world? Let me just say this to you. All this time during this tribulation, that's the world. That's still this old world. But when he comes back, guess what? It ain't no longer that same world. That's world to come. Once Christ sits on the throne of David, this world will never be the same again. Amen? Right here is the end of this world when Christ comes to rule and reign. Amen? Let's stand together. Amen. I hope I didn't confuse you. I hope I shed just a little bit of light on something and basically, basically set a foundation for looking at the remainder, looking at Matthew 24 next week. Amen. Let's have a song of invitation. Let's ask God to bless. Number 125 in the little red book. 125. Jesus paid it all. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Sing the last. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, Jesus died my soul to save. My lips shall still repeat. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Amen. Amen. You know what? If I wasn't saved, I'd sure want to get saved because I don't want to go through what God's going to bring on this earth. Amen. I'm, I'm thankful for my Redeemer. Amen. And as we as we look at this next week, I, I'm going to tell you right now, if 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 you if you got somebody you're burdened about their salvation, bring them to church. Bring them to church. Listen, I'm tell you, I, I'm not I'm not about scaring people into heaven, but I'm gonna tell you when you start talking about all these things that are gonna take place on the earth, it'll scare you to death. Amen. It, I, I'm not scared by it because I know I'm not gonna be in the middle of it. Amen. But I'm gonna tell you, if if you ain't saved, it ought to scare you. Amen. Amen. You know what? <clears throat> when I think about Sodom and Gomorrah. That's a picture of the rapture of the church. Amen? God, Hey, God rained down his judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah, but he took the righteous out. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Let's, hey, listen, we're fixing to go in there and eat. Amen? Let's enjoy our food, and then we'll come back in here afterward, and we're going to have a time of singing and testimony and, and fellowship, and I'm looking forward to that. Amen?
But uh, you pray for me because I I want to I want to really expand on this and and try to give you something good next week. Amen. So you pray for your preacher. I need prayer. I don't have a ton of study time, but what I have, I want to make the most of it. Amen. All right. Is there any word from anybody before we dismiss and go eat? Okay. All right. Well, amen. Well, let's get ready to go eat. And, Robert, I know you're hungry, so I'm going to let you dismiss us in prayer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's go eat, y'all. Oh, well, we didn't have food here more often. Boy, you let out early when you got food here. Did I? Burn. <laughs> I, I was talking so fast, I thought my lips were going to fly off my face there for a minute. I was trying to get them all in there. There's a lot of verses I was trying to thump through. Oh. Whew. <laughs> Phyllis ain't staying to eat, or is she going somewhere? Okay. If you get a job, you have to keep it good. Right. God bless you, Sister Linda. Covenant with Israel, and that'll carry on. I mean, and then and then the abomination, desolation, when the Antichrist sets his image up in the temple, and at that point, everything. Every, I'm gonna show you next week. From that point, you can tell exactly when the Son of God's coming. From that point, you can tell exactly when the judgment of the nations in Israel are coming. I mean, God gives us that's that's the post that Christ gives us in the Olivet Discourse that tells when everything goes from there. Well, my main point was we ain't going to be in all that stuff in Matthew 24 because there wasn't even no church mentioned at that point. Wasn't no Gentile church. Did any of that, that make sense? Bye, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. I don't know. Morgan, it's sure good to see you this morning. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you as well. Hi, Isabella. Hi. Hi, sweet girl. <laughs> okay, good. Y'all doing okay? Yes, I hope everyone out there. I'm going to put it right here. I'm going to go get one. I have a cake in the car. Well, there's a door on the back side where you can get in and out. Yeah, we just lock us up and go back there. And you can go in and out.
are you going? Well, that's getting ignored, isn't it? Who's the guy sitting in the back? What are you talking about? Well, that's one of them sodomite pot holders. Got the rainbow flag on it. <laughs> no, actually, that one don't. <sighs> yeah. Pro and and boys and agenda, all right. Yep. They try and they You know, I wouldn't <coughs> to take the symbol that God gave to say He wasn't going to destroy the earth no more, and take that and use that as your symbol. <laughs> I think I just soon get out the way of that judgment because. <laughs> What's the TV for? Is that for the football game? No. Oh, no. No, okay. uh, we have no <laughs> DVDs you watch. Oh, yeah. Hey, come on. Huh? Big boy, I got up. I had my coffee. I was kind of looking away. Right. And I, I went back there to Robert Smith. Well, he came and surprised me. And I guess I saw him in my board. Boy, Becky comes running in there. She got the train up. She grabbed it, Robert. Mm. He was going to hear it. I could go shoot her. I said, she was protecting me. Mm. He said, I ain't going to hurt you. That breaking you, but y'all better see that. Yeah. I said, she didn't know that, Robert. Right. So I was going to hug his neck. He said, uh, uh, okay. So uh, I got up, got ready to church, and for how good cry. Cause I, my heart was yeah, heavy. Right. And uh, oh, I see where how the Lord is toward me. Mm-hmm. She very protected oh, I know. me. Oh, I know. I know. I know it. That's the way it's supposed to be. Oh. He is so worldly, preacher. It hurts. Mm, I know it. I know it, sister. Just got to pray God just breaks his heart. I have been. Yep. Just pray his heart just gets broke, broke, broken into over over his sin. That's that's what it's going to take. He's just going to have to. Right now, he can't see nothing. No, well, he's lost. When you lost, you don't know where to go. And you're in darkness, you can't see nothing. Uh-uh. No. You know, sure God's going to have to touch him. And, and you know, and until he until he makes himself open to receive it, it, it ain't going to happen. And that's just, we just got to keep chipping away in prayer, praying for God to open his understanding and help, help him see. I know it's, it's, it's a heavy, heavy burden. But God's able. 
God's able, but Robert's got to be willing. Right, man. He don't seem like he is. Right. But I'm going to tell you, oftentimes we look at somebody and we say, boy, they sure are a long way from God. But we don't know the internal turmoil they're going through. No. Mom. He may be acting like that because he may be wrestling with it. You don't you ever think know. think he might be? possible. I'm not trying to give you false hope, well, but I'm just telling you. But, you know, <clears throat> I've heard of many a testimony where somebody, right before they got saved, they, they're very agitated by spiritual things. And, and who help have a job? I think Robert did. Did you not pray for the food, Robert? Okay, well, I thought you did. I thought, but let's do it right now. Y'all, let's pray. Father, we ask you to bless this food and nourish our bodies, and we thank you for it. Thank you for the service, Lord. Thank you for the folks that are here. Pour your blessing out on us and help our fellowship, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Dig in. Miss Cheney, you need to go. You need having a low sugar attack. Oh, mercy. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just waiting for line. Okay. I just didn't want you to not feel like you need to get in line because I. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm. I didn't want you to feel rushed. I just didn't want you to. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm I'm not gonna be bashful. I'm gonna get over here and see about it. I <laughs> MRI back in most of my. Disc or either bulging or crashing. Mm. It's oh, old, age, old, just old, you know. Anyway, I thought, Whoa. and I'm shrinking. You shrinking? <laughs> I said I was on this weight out here. This bagging me down. You know what? I'm gonna strap a two by. strap a two by to your back straight. Yeah, right. Well, my niece had back surgery two times, I know, and they put a rod, and she got infection like my twin brother did with his hip, and she'd been on IVs with antibiotics for eight weeks. She finally got it taken out. She just was on there for several months, and I thought, Hmm. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, I reckon I might as well start, huh? <laughs> I guess I'll get me a drink. Surely I'm going to get in here and get me a drink. <laughs> oh, she's a cutie.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.